0: You're listening to Well Met.
1: Well Met,
0: a Hearthstone podcast brought to you by blizzbro.com.
1: Well Met.
2: Hey everyone! Welcome to episode 243 of Well Met, a Hearthstone podcast brought to you by BlizzPro.com. Uh, today is Monday, November 2nd of the year 2020, and here in Kansas City, I'm your host JR Cook, and I'm joined by the crew, the guys over in uh, New Hampshire. Both of them, Mr. Ray C. and Mr. Danny Donuts. Danny, how's it? How's it going? Good, good, good. I am
1: very excited. We have a lot of stuff to talk about, um, and yeah. everything's just about to start happening. It's like the night before Christmas. Card reveals are going to start coming out, probably yeah. right, right as you uh, if you if you're listening to this podcast, there may have been a couple that have already dropped.
2: Yeah, they're they're going to drop tomorrow. Have uh, like a saw. Yeah. How, how about you, Ray? How's how's everything going?
1: Uh, I mean,
0: I've been all over the place, man. I've been. Uh, Doing a lot of stuff with Pokemon cards. I've been doing a lot of stuff with like just teaching people about Pokemon cards and like helping people get their cards graded and all this crazy shenanigans that have been happening. I don't remember if I talked about any of that last time. But... You have not, and I'm oh, aware have, of. Have I not talked about that on not, the podcast? Not on I don't... the
2: show, not on the show. I don't believe.
0: Should hey. I talk about that? I don't mind. Yeah, talk I about don't it. Mind.
2: What's been going on?
0: All right. So, long story short, because it's kind of a crazy story, I've been connecting people with things that they're looking for Pokemon wise. So remember, before I played Hearthstone, I was a professional Pokemon TCG player for um, I, I would say I was a professional for like six years, but I played for well over a decade, um, pretty much almost more than half my life. I think at this point, actually yes, definitely more than half my life. Uh, I've played the Pokemon. TCG and through the connections I've made doing that um, in the collector community, I just kind of know everybody and I've been helping out people like uh, Logan Paul contacted me over Twitter one day and was asking for my help in finding cards that he was looking to buy that you can't really find anywhere. Like you can't just go on the internet, search it up and buy it. Like these are things that are, Danny compared it to art I guess because like in the sense of the the quantity is so limited and the people who have them are like so not public that I've just been doing this kind of crazy stuff for these people and it's been it's been a ride it's been an adventure that's for sure so I've been doing a lot of that stuff with like the Pokemon TCG and it's been absolutely taken off like crazy and honestly it's a It's a good distraction, man. I mean, Hearthstone's been kind of stale lately. I still played. I still got to top 200 Legend last season, but this other Pokemon stuff has definitely been keeping me on my toes and been keeping me busy.
2: Yeah, and for those that are uh, keeping track at home, uh, last episode, Ray was kind of hinting at, oh, I have a really good story to tell you guys. You won't believe it. what it is, what I've been up to. That's what he's been up to, and that's why I said, man, you should probably talk about it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, know, you can you can look up some of it too if you're listening. Like, I know that some of these people have like negative reputations to like the general public, but like the stuff that they've been doing with Pokemon has actually been quite wholesome. Like, if you look up Logan Paul's video with uh, my friend Gary that he did, where Gary sold him a Charizard for like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars, like that kind of stuff. I think that content that he's made so far has been pretty wholesome and I feel like we haven't really been used. Like I don't, I think that's one of the big concerns a lot of us had was like, are we just getting used for content? And to some degree we are, but on the other hand, I feel like they're actually doing it justice, whether it's Logan or logic or, um, whoever else, Steve Aoki, these famous people, I feel like the content hasn't been, um, what what do you think the word I'm looking for is, Jr. It hasn't been like
2: taken advantage of. Like uh, like it hasn't been like um. They're not making beaut- fu- they're not making fun of you. They're not. Yeah, like yeah. it's seem- they're not mocking you. There we go. I think that's yeah. the word. Yeah, I think that's like a you're good n- way. You're to You're not put being it. mocked or anything like that. You're being taken seriously. This is a you know, and, and they're like showing that hey, this is a pretty. You know, neat little niche thing that is worth a crap ton of money. Apparently, yeah. And yeah,
1: but I like the I like the comparison. Ray is an art appraiser. That was that was a good comparison. Uh, I <laughs> but Ray is an art appraiser. You're you're the art vendor, Ray. You're the one who goes around making the connections. Right. I,
0: I apparently <laughs> I don't even. Really, fully understand how this happened. Like I under, like I know why it happened. Like I know, I woke, up like I got a message from Logan Paul on Twitter one day asking for help, and that's how it started. But well, like <laughs> I, did, like how that happened, like you know, like that's just so random and weird, right? Like
2: it's a small world, dude. That's what uh, it is. Yeah. Like when you told us that in our Discord with the three of us in it, and like I, I remember this was three or four weeks ago at this point. I'm just like. It, what (laughs) ray what what what's going what the heck man you you, you land in the weirdest situations
1: i think i think you said it best
2: i think you said it best you're like my life is a meme and i'm like yes (laughs) yes it is yeah and
0: i I, and it no it's not like i'm like always has been bucks here either i'm just like trying to help um like the people that are my friends that i'm connecting with these people are like definitely cashing in but I don't know. For me, it's just really fun to kind of just be on the sidelines and like be involved in some way. Yeah. It's just entertaining. It's a good distraction from real life.
2: It's a good distraction from 2020, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, like sometimes I've like I've talked to him almost, I've talked to Luka Paul almost every day for the last month or two. And sometimes I'm like, hey, he's a pretty cool normal dude. Like when he's, you know, on his like like when he's just being a normal dude, right? Like, I'm like, yeah. oh, like this is just like a convert. This feels like a conversation with like a normal friend. And then he says some shit like, yeah, I really love Pokemon because I really want to buy appreciating assets. I'm done buying things like Lamborghinis that only d- depreciate in value. And I'm like, oh, but oh, right. You can totally can relate to totally that, relate right? To that. Yeah, totally relate. <laughs> yeah. I forgot we don't actually live on the same planet. I for- <laughs> How could I? I forgot about that part. I'm over here, like, man. I wish I could not live in my parents' house, and I wish I could, like, you know, actually, like, get out of the house and stuff. Like, I'm over here, like, counting my pennies, and I'm talking to this person that's like, just like, th- like, saying these things that are just so, like, out- like, outlandish. But like, you know that, like, for him, that is actually reality, right? <laughs> and for me, I'm just like. What is even happening? Like,
2: <laughs> why? Ah, that's so weird. It
0: it it's, it's a story, dude. Yeah, like no, I said, that,
2: is, that it is. Yeah, this
1: is This is a great story. But like I said,
2: uh, the, you know, at least there's a good story you can come out of on in 2020. You know what my best story is at, for 2020? What happened today? I opened up my calendar. I have like this, uh, uh physical kind of calendar notebook thing. And it's like, all right, well, it's November. I need to see what's happening in, you know, start figuring out what's going on in November and for my schedules, schedule and stuff. And, uh, I look at it and there's this little thing on the right hand side at the top. And it says over it, feel free to skip straight to 2021. I'm like, this has been an option the entire time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> I'm um, like, I yeah. could have
2: just skipped to 2021? Are you kidding me? Anyway. I mean, let's not, let's, not, let's not be too hasty. We don't know
0: if 2021 is going to be better yet. That's true. That's true. Let's, uh, Might let's, be worse.
2: let's take Might it, be it one worse. day
1: at a time. Just wait for the alien invasion to wrap up December and then... Oh uh, my god.
0: <laughs> dude, Jace was talking about this thing called the Great Filter Theory the other day. Oh
1: my god, the Great Filter, dude. Do you oh, know about this? Some... Yeah, I know about the Great I Filter. I have about... no idea. So the great filter, I can go into detail on this. This is, like, science, um, like, alien civilization. uh, It's, like the different types of civilizations when you get to like an extraterrestrial level, um, more or less, there are different levels that you can go to. Like civilization zero is where we're at. Civilization one is when you can utilize the full resources of like a planet. And then civilization two is when you can utilize the resources of like an entire solar system by like making a Dyson sphere around the sun. And then like level three is taking uh, control of your entire like galaxy. So the big thing is that the the filter is essentially saying, I, is our life ahead or behind the filter? Is the filter that we have passed ahead of all of life and we're like the most advanced species? Or is the filter like ahead of us and there's going to be some cataclysmic event that ends everything? Um, Right. Other people say it a lot better than me, but I think that uh, that stuff is very interesting stuff I, when you really think yeah. about it from a cosmological scale. I,
0: I can TLDR it because this is how I understand it: is that either a, we are the first like sentient life, like we are the first people in the whole universe to ever get to this point in life, um, because for whatever reason it's just that rare. Because there's obviously other planets that are similar to Earth and the blah, 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 whatever. Or we are not the only ones and that we're going to eventually discover aliens and they're going to kill us. Or the other option is that there is other life, but they all get wiped out due to some reason. Whatever that is, is unknown, whether it's they all kill each other or like, I don't know it could be anything like for whatever reason we haven't discovered other alien life yet and that could be for a reason and we're eventually just going to like implode somehow it's it's interesting stuff
1: the thing about looking about extraterrestrial life too is that we i mean imagine us compared to ants right like, do we go through and communicate with ants? Do we do anything about ants? No, we don't really care about ants. If you see one, like, out on the middle of the road, you don't do anything about it. But, like, can compare if someone was, like, to the level of what we are compared to ants, like, to what we are. If we were the ants and then someone else was there, would they even pay attention to us? That's the yeah. real question.
0: I mean, it's like Horton hears a who, right? Like, the the who's... Are all just chilling on their dandelion, and like we could be, we, we could be that. But I don't know. This was all uh, random things. I don't know. Danny said something about aliens, and Doctor Jay was <laughs> telling me about this yesterday, and I went down a whole YouTube rabbit hole.
1: Oh, those are it's... great. I love those videos. Those are very good videos about talking about like the filters and all that stuff. A lot yeah, of really it's... good stuff from. Uh, I think it's Kirgizat has some really good videos on that. They're a really good science channel.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's interesting stuff. Alrighty then hearthstone though yeah right
2: i i mean i i'm sitting here i'm like well this is great conversation guys but um i'm pretty sure that people aren't listening to us for crackpot theories um i'm not saying that they're crackpot but they probably are um but anyway yeah we should probably uh talk about what's what's been happening in hearthstone
0: this week in hearthstone heroes of warcraft
2: All right, so the big news, um, you guys have you guys are knowing about it for like when was this announced? This was announced last week, was it the week before? I don't remember at this point. I think it was last
1: week. It was the beginning of
2: last week. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, Madness of Darkmoon Fair, the next Hearthstone expansion, got announced. Uh, we talked about on the last show that it was coming up. It got announced. Um, release date November seventeenth in two weeks, two mm. weeks really quick turnaround yeah. time that's something that's they're getting this out early this year which is great right they, I, they think, I, I, I think part of that is they didn't want to compete with WoW the Shadowlands because that comes out um, at uh, at the end of the month
1: I, mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that because uh, they're also releasing Naxx in Classic WoW like the week after so they don't care about their schedule
2: well <laughs> right but they're th- that they're releasing WoW the week after. Like Shadowlands the week after as well. Like both yeah, of those wait. are coming out at the same time.
0: Was Naxxramas the first set released in World of Warcraft as well as Hearthstone?
2: Uh no, it it was the final um raid that was released in classic WoW and Vanilla WoW. It but it's fu-
1: still really early and like it was before the first expansion. Yeah, it was before the first of... expansion.
2: Yeah. It was the final raid release before the first expansion. Interesting. In well. WoW. Yep. And not a lot of people played it. In fact, uh so few people played it that they ended up redoing it in Wrath of the Lich King. Because huh. so few. I did people not know that played. one. Yep. That's interesting. Nax is out.
1: Pog. No, you, gotta, you, gotta wait, you gotta wait three weeks, then you can say next so.
2: Right. <laughs> yep. So uh Madness of Dark Moon Fair so, it's kind so of an cool. interesting set. This theme set. is so cool. It's, it's a pretty interesting set. Um, it's like, if you liked Whispers of the Old Gods and the theme behind that, that's pretty close to what we're getting here. All the Old Gods are back. In fact, they revealed them all. All four of them, right? Yeah, they did. Um, uh, Cthulhu the Shattered, which was the 10-mana 6-6. Um. And uh, start of the game, breaking into pieces. Battle cry: Deal thirty damage randomly split among all enemies. So he like breaks into all these pieces, and then you got to kind of put them back together, and then you get them, and then thirty damage randomly split among all enemies when you play them. It's kind of right. interesting. Uh... I mean,
1: from a high level thing, I want to say that the old gods set as a whole, whispers of the old gods, was probably like. Prime Hearthstone time. And I think that that was due to the fact that the old gods all were able to create their own archetypes cross decks. I'm very excited to see how this plays out this time around because, like, Nazoth would go through and you'd have like a uh, I don't know. You had a priest that played Nazoth. You would play like Mage, and Mage would play Nazoth. You'd play like Death Rattle builds, and you could yeah. build them differently in every class. But so it's kind of like the, the way that Galakrond worked, but you could use Galakrond in any class. So I'm very excited to see the new renditions of all of these guys and how the different archetypes go cross class. And I honestly think that that's probably one of the best design decisions as a legendary, like the big 10 cost, like the finishing card in your deck is one of these old gods and this it seems like they're doing the same exact thing here with these cards as well these are the big i built this deck because of this card and uh, i think that the meta for the next two years are going to be dictated by these cards and then seeing how people build them and how you go around with them like any like little text you include I i find that stuff very fun and i mean 10 costs. Cards are the most expensive, or not the most expensive in Hearthstone, but they're the finishers, they're the top of the line, they're what
2: you're going to play. And when you play it, you're going to be happy, right? And speaking of Nazoth, um, like the old one, you know, how he'd bring back death rattles, right? After after they didn't bring back all your death rattles, they've died. Um, the new Nazoth is a five seven, uh, with Battle Cry of Resurrect a friendly minion of each minion type. So, if you're building some kind of weird zoo deck with a bunch of different minion types, you have an elemental. If you have a a merlock, if you have a a pirate, you know, you can resurrect each of those. This is probably my
1: favorite one out of all the old gods, just because this is so unexplored. There's, I mean, in every single archetype, right? In every single like pipeline, you uh, minion type, class, or whatever. You typically don't mix and match, but like you would occasionally play the curator, right? And then you would draw a dragon, you would draw. Uh, what is that, Murloc, and then I forget the third uh, one, but you would draw three, and, a beast, yeah, 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 yeah it would yeah. be a beast. Yeah, so you would draw one of each, and this is kind of like that same theme, where it's like, well, maybe I can add in a bunch of just generally good cards, and then the tags will help me along the way. So, a lot of decks don't really try to sprinkle things, if like you have a game plan, and you're not, like, uh, minion-type centric, you don't really think about the tags on certain creatures. But um, some of the minions now, you'll consider playing, like, think about Zilliax as a mech. Zilliax, uh, is is he still in standard at this point, or did he rotate out? I believe he rotated. Okay, well, I mean, that's because he's just so prevalent and wild right now. But, like, Zilliax is now, like... As soon as you play this, you're like, oh well, I'll summon a ziliacs off of this. At least from my perspective, it's like now you gotta look at all of the best minions of each tag, and then consider if they're good enough to play in a deck like this. This is like the the new Nazoth decks are gonna be super fun to play, I think. Just because you're gonna be able to play some crazy cards that you might not play exactly. Like you like like you used to not play Sylvanas in certain uh in decks, but then all of a sudden she became viable because of Nazoth. Like, right. it's gonna be the same exact thing, where maybe there's something that's slightly subpar, but because it has a minion tag, all of a sudden it starts seeing play.
0: Yeah. Yeah? I mean, these are... I don't know if these are as, like, archetype-defining as the other old gods, but, like, we can't really say, right? It's hard... It's hard to say, like, with C'Thun before, we would have, like, the cards that go with it, right? Like, that, like, invoke him, or... What was the was it invoking no it was similar to invoking where you'd like build up the Cthune. and with this one it doesn't really seem like that it's more like you just get the the pieces automatically so it feels like these ones kind of have a bit of a bit less of a deck building aspect to it as before like the zoth you'd obviously have to build death rattles with this one we have to build ones of each different type so that's a little similar but I'm i'm not sure it's hard to say I guess we'll have to find out. It's one of those things where we really need to get our hands on the cards. I remember with Old Gods beforehand, uh, the first tournament when the set came out was actually Dreamhack, And I remember pretty much everybody who played Yog just got like trash talk because everybody thought it was a meme. Like I remember watching Tars play Yog in Druid, and everybody was just like, haha, like, look at this idiot. He's playing Yog and he's playing Yog on the random card. And then, like, turns out, ha ha ha, saron actually is one of the best cards to ever be printed. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, we all underestimated everything. I feel like the only thing people got right that tournament was um, Nizoth. I remember there was a lot of Nazoth Paladin, and there was a lot of C'Thun Warrior. But outside of that, like the pa- like, we just completely misjudged all of the random effects, and... A lot of the cards in the set so i don't want to make any bold predictions because i feel like these cards are so unique and yeah interesting
1: well, well if we want to talk about yog being I, crazy i don't back want to then, talk <laughs> oh man <laughs> do we want to talk about yog being uh, crazy this time around
2: <laughs> yeah so Yogg's drawn master of fate um on 10 mana like we said seven five he's got a battle cry again it's another random sort of battle cry. If you've cast 10 spells, this game spin the wheel of Yog Saran. <laughs> and I honestly do not remember everything that is in that wheel. Um, they have a percentage chance of, um, uh, doing stuff. Right. And one of the smallest percentages is the most ridiculous, one of them all and it's basically cast pyroblast on random targets until someone dies
1: yup rod of roasting the classic treasure
0: dungeon run run. (laughs) right uh there there, there there's there's like one that like fill your board with like legendaries or something and yep, they're all crazy
1: effects they're all like oh my god the funny thing about Yogg is all of those other effects are very good that's the thing, where that one is literally a coin flip, do I win or do I lose? But the other ones are, I think I think one of them is destroy all minions. Yag gains all health and uh, attack from all of them. Another one is fill the board with um, both sides with um, random minions, yours have a rush. Um, And then another one is literally cast um, the, the old Yogg's ability, I think. I think one of them is either like do a puzzle box or I don't know if it's puzzle box or if it's like the old Yogg's ability for the number of spells you had or something like that. But this one, I think that I mean, just looking at this, this looks better than the other version of Yogg. Yeah, The fact is that you do have to play 10 spells for it, but in those other decks, it, like if we still had the same Druid decks, this is probably better than the other one. It's just you have a 5% chance that you, imme- you could lose the game. <laughs> But you could win the game. Yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> so you have a 5% really chance like... at a 50-50. <laughs> Which isn't bad actually, where imagine you're that's when you would always play Yog, right? You would always play Yog in those druid matchups if you were behind. So if you're behind, you're like, all right, I have a 3 in 10 chance of winning the game, might as well make it a 50-50. My butthole's about to explode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god! Can you please say that to me again? I need to. Uh, I haven't streamed in a hot minute, but I want. I'm gonna get back to it around when the new set comes out. My butthole about, about to explode. That is a great sound. My butthole about to
2: explode. That's what I think of when I think of that card. <laughs> it's Ray saying that? <laughs> oh no!
0: Oh no, my poor butthole! Oh, my butthole's oh. about to explode. <laughs>
1: right.
0: I
2: can't.
0: I can't. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had board, a thought. Like, I had like a... <laughs> legitimate I had good thought. Like, Sorry. <laughs> it's gone now. It's gone. My poor thought. It was destroyed by my own butthole.
2: <laughs> Alright. Um... But no, I mean, that, that that's the soundbite I was thinking of whenever I, I saw, like, Yogg-Saron get revealed. I'm just like, I, I'm just, every time that goes off, I someone just needs to play that <coughs> clip right there of Ray saying that. Because that's what I feel like is going to happen when that wheel gets spun. Yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> um, <sighs> So the, the last card there, um, is good old Yashiraj. Um, he's still a 10, 10. Uh, he's got a battle cry of add a copy of each corrupted card. Uh, you've played this game to your hand. They cost zero this turn. Uh, that could be pretty good. So, you know, corrupted's kind of the new, um, keyword, uh, uh, for this set. Basically, um, the mechanic is, uh, e- kind of each card gets an upgrade to it, uh, And when a card that costs more mana than them is played. Um, So it's kind of a way to um, reward kind of planning ahead and not always playing your cards on curve uh, because then you can potentially get, like, the corrupted version of that card and have, you know, a little bit better effects. And there's a handful. Like, here's an example. Um, uh, Dunk Tank, for example, is a a shaman spell, four mana. Uh, Deal four damage. but it's got a Corrupt, then deal 2 damage to all enemy minions. Um, or you can play the Corrupted version, deal 4 damage and deal 2 damage, two damage to all min- enemy minions. Um, so it's it's an interesting mechanic.
1: So I, I find Yasharaj very similar in like a bird's eye view. To how Cthun was during the original Whispers of the Old Gods, where with Yashiraj, with Nazath, with old um Yagsaran, with all those old ones, you could go through and you weren't dependent on the cards from the set. With the original Cthune, you had one game plan. You were going through, you were playing the best Cthune cards, and then you were just winning with Cthune. Where, it, it, but it didn't really have sticking power a year later, right? Because it was still the same deck. You still had those still those cornerstone cards, and I have a feeling that corrupt may be a keyword that is only going to be sticking around for this set. It might be right. sprinkled in occasionally here and there, but it's kind of like the cultists, where like. With Yasharaj, those decks are going to be, once the meta's been solved, you're going to know what the top 10 corrupt cards are. You know which ones you're going to be playing in your deck. That deck will not change for a really long time. Like, that will be the It'll Yasharaj's... It'll change once. It'll, well,
2: change once. it'll change during the set rotation, right? Is that what you're saying, or...? No. Um, something we haven't really touched on. I don't think a lot of people are talking about, to be honest. Um, the whole idea of a mini set Oh, no, you're right Oh, yeah, that's a yeah. good thing Yeah, so um, uh, To uh, Danny's point there Like, you know, we're getting our 135 cards With this set But later on, we get a mini set Where we get 35 new cards And I bet there's going to be some corrupted cards in there That's true
1: That's a good point point. And the big thing is that they're confirming That they're doing this for all sets going forward Yep Which is huge Because this is what, I mean, this is all we complained about last set. Like, we went through, hey, we didn't have anything going on during this time. It was kind of like a lull in it all at Hearthstone activity. It's like, now they're saying, hey, we're going to release mini sets going forward. So they realized that that is, uh, that was a very big plus when they did that with the uh, League of Explorers.
2: So pulling it back again. So you know that's that's something that's going to be uh, pretty cool is, uh, we don't have any details on when that will drop or anything like that, but you would imagine it's probably like midway through this set and the next set just to shake things up a little bit 35 new cards will uh, has, been, has as has been proven before with um uh the adventure modes that we used to get in between large sets um can definitely shake up the meta
0: yeah I mean, especially if they're as like carefully crafted as something like those adventures where where every single card I felt like I mean maybe not every single card was playable, but we definitely tried to make every single card playable because they were at least in waves. So right. I remember like even the cards that were like very obviously bad, I think everybody tested just to you know try it out and I think if they make each card just like a little bit impactful or like maybe even even if it's not actually impactful if they make it like interesting enough for people to like test out and stuff it's going to give us a lot of content and a lot of uh, it's just going to give us a lot of things to do with our with our time on ladder especially once uh, the meta starts to get solved pre mini set this is just a very good idea i'm a huge fan of this
1: i mean that already happened when they released Silas. do we want to talk about Silas? Yeah, go ahead. So Silas is a seven mana four four. Rotate all of your cards one way or the other. I don't know what the specific text is on the card, like the the flavor to it specifically, but more or less you get to. There was, if you remember, there was a tavern brawl where you could go through and rotate the. Um, like your board with your opponent's board. Um, this one, essentially, you get a you get the chance to take a minion from your opponent's board, put it on your side, take a minion on your board, put it on your opponent's board. And at least in the wild community, people went nuts as soon as this card went out. And within the first two hours, an OTK was discovered where you could go through, and as a warrior, you could go through, give your opponent one of those um, the minion the the one drop that takes damage to your hero um whenever it takes damage and then you just shield slam that and yeah. it, it was it, it was win. a really cool otk yep. so very fun stuff like happened as soon as like imagine that that's just one card coming out imagine like uh, an entire thirty five cards that interact with each other that come out like that's gonna be a lot of fun
2: yeah uh, that that and that card was just a really cool design and I'm glad that they decided to release that one early um i don't I haven't been playing standard because I've been playing other things um that we'll talk to about in a minute um so I don't know how impact and how impactful it's been in standard but yeah, I heard about that otk in wild and I knew that they were probably having a blast with it.
1: Yeah, well the, the the cards they always release before like they give out early typically aren't the most impactful, but people play it because it's something new. Like remember Volcano soar came out? Yeah. Everyone was playing yes. Volcano in their deck. And then they had the Mare and the Fox when you had the treasure. Yeah. Like those cards are not good cards. Like Silius is not I I, I don't want to say this guy's a good card, but for for a week or so, he gives you a little bit of fun. You try a little bit of deck building around him. He's something new to do. I think that's one of the better things that they've done. Where it's like you get a little bit of a sneak peek. It's it's kind of like Christmas. You open Christmas Eve. You open up one present before you get to see all the rest of them. Yeah.
0: Didn't we all play Transfer Student for like a week as well?
2: Yeah. Yeah, we did Transfer Student. Yep. I like Transfer Student. It's an interesting it's, card. It's a really cool card. It's just like it just not good, played right? Uh, that
1: also allows people them to showcase cards that imagine Volcano Sword was released mid ex, mid set like that would be another one of those filler cards that no one really talks about Marin the Fox no one would know what his name is but because they were released early it like leaves an impression on you
0: yeah true
1: um
2: so out of so to, we'll, we'll talk about the other stuff that was revealed during their live stream here in a minute but just sticking to um the new set and the theme around the set and everything else we we've only got what 7 8 cards that were revealed um and reveal season starts tomorrow november 3rd is when they'll start when we'll start getting the uh the drip for the next 2 weeks um, yes what what are your guys' thoughts on the madness of the dark moon fair initial thoughts
0: Whoa. Initial thoughts are that they are, you know, from what I can tell, a lot of the cards seem very creative so far, and I'm excited to see where this takes us, but I hope that, you know, it actually changes up the meta a lot, like completely, and even if it doesn't, like even if somehow they completely fall flat on their face, they still have that mini set as well as like a back up where they could tweak cards and like I just have so much faith in the current design team that uh they will they will not let us down that I'm I'm excited for this.
2: Yeah. How about how about you Danny? Well, Whispers of the
1: Old Gods was probably my favorite set if not behind Wrath of the Lich King. Um but um I hope that they're able to stand up to that, that these new old gods are as good as the old old gods. Um, It'll be interesting because these are archetype-defining decks, all three, all four of them. Um, I'm very excited to see where they go, and especially with all of the wild cards that you have. Um, it'll be interesting to see what type of—I uh, I really like archetype-defining cards because they they allow for new decks to spawn. And that's always a lot of fun when you have every single card printed in Hearthstone at your disposal.
2: Yeah, I'm curious to see what—I'm uh, curious to see how, how the set resonates with people— as far as it, it's very obvious that they're targeting the nostalgia factor of probably one of the greatest uh, expansion sets they've created in the game, right? Like so many people loved whispers of the old gods and the theme behind it and the cards. Um, a lot of people see that as one of uh, the best expansions that Hearthstone's ever released. Um, yeah, And there's a lot of reason for that. It brought in the whole standard changes and, Year of I mean, and stuff like that, right?
1: They also knew it was going to be big too. That was the biggest, biggest marketing they did for a Hearthstone set ever. I remember right. that was they they did commercials, they went out, painted murals. Yep. I remember all of that stuff. Like they knew that was going to be a good yeah. set. They even oh, fl- I they even that. flew
2: me out to Blizzard to show me and let me play it before it got announced.
0: The whispers of the old god. I remember that. My butthole's about to explode. Yeah. <laughs> um, can you can you show that to Blizzard? Can that be <laughs> Can that be their new like thing for whenever somebody plays Yog the right. Yog wheel? It, it's a Rod of Roasting okay. on the Masters tour. Whenever Rod of Roasting gets casted during Masters tour, can they that. just play that sound bite?
2: That that is the wheel spinning. <laughs> that that's the sound of the wheel spinning. <laughs> Yes, Just <laughs> Um Just over and over again on loop right. until the wheel stops. Right. Um. No, it, 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 the wheel will be spinning while it's saying it, and then it stops right at the end of... Uh,
0: My butthole's uh, about to explode.
2: Then it stops. Then the wheel stops. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think they're, I think... I, I've seen a lot of people talk about how they've been wanting to come back to Hearthstone uh, because of the set, um, because they have a lot of memories around it and stuff like that. So I'll be curious if that's the case. Um, but that's not the only thing that they announced, right? They uh, they also announced some other big, um, other big things uh, regarding kind of the roadmap. And we got our new game mode. One of our new game modes, I should say. I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but the new game mode that we're getting is basically PVP dungeon runs, (laughs) dungeon runs against other people, uh, and they're calling it Hearthstone Duels, but the concept's the same, right? It's, um, uh, the really cool part about it, in my opinion, is you build your starting deck and you build it from your collection. And so you get, was it 15 cards? Is -hmm. that it? 15 cards from your deck? And uh, they they'll have rotating sets. Uh, I don't remember what the sets are right now. That there's like three of them. It's a S- um, It's a Kar- Carizon, Nax. Yeah, and then the classic set. So there's four sets. Um, so you you get to choose 15 cards. You only get to pick. There's no like putting two of. It's one of. Um, and build build kind of your starting deck. Start with you, you, you get to pick um, your hero, and so there's different heroes that have different uh, 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 hero powers, just like in dungeon runs. Um, and then you get to pick your treasure as well. Right now, in early access, it's just one um, hero power and one treasure, but pretty soon that'll open up and I, you'll have three hero powers to choose from and up to six starting treasures to choose from for each class. Um, And then you just play until you either lose three games or you win 12 games, just like in Dungeon Run. Uh, Well, not just like Dungeon Run, because I think Dungeon Run, if you lose, you're out, regardless. But this time you'll have three chances. Yeah, it's just Um, like Arena and that. Yeah, it's it's like Arena, yeah. But um, I played the heck out of that. And right now you have to, like, pre-order to get in. Although you can also get in by like watching Twitch and getting lucky and getting Twitch drops and that will get you in as well. Um, And that ends, I think next week I'd have to go look, but um, I've been playing the heck out of that. Not, not this weekend, but last week I played the heck out of it. Danny, I know you've been playing the heck out of it too.
1: Um, Well, the big thing for me is that as soon as I heard about this format, I was like, oh, PvP dungeon run, I thought it was going to be very boring, to be perfectly honest, because dungeon run is the type of thing that I do once, and then I'm like, okay, I experienced this, I'm done. But the aspect that I think that really characterizes this is that you get to build your own starting deck. And that has so many implications if you're you essentially get to choose what archetype you want to try to build towards so let's say i have mage i can go and try to build a secret version of the deck where i'm running just all of the secret things i'm running like mad scientist i'm running the um uh, what'd you call it. i'm running like the kazan mystic um it's not a kazan mystic it's the four three that gives you the secrets. But anyway, you can build things towards secrets, you can build things towards uh, like a control path, you can go down like an aggro route, you can build it in whichever way you want to go and build it, and even if you want to, if you want to go and you want a meme, all of a sudden you can just go through and put like a ridiculous legendary in your deck. Right now, because Karazan is out, you can put Malchazar in your deck and you get five random legendaries added to your deck. So if you want to have a fun round where you go through, you can put that in. But there's also, like, it synergizes with certain heroes where Paladin has a weapon that whenever you swing, um, the treasure for Paladin is you draw a random legendary and you uh, you recruit it, essentially. So Malchazar is actually fairly good in Paladin, uh, in certain versions of Paladin, obviously. um. But it's very interesting. I think that it makes every single run unique, and then the aspect of playing against other people is very cool as well. Um, whereas, like, Dungeon Run, it's not really entertaining because I know the boss might make some dumb AI play along the way, and I'm going to try to cheese it out as much as I can, whereas I'm playing against a real person this time, which is pretty cool.
2: Yeah. And when uh, when Darkmoon Fair launches, that will get added into the pool along with Whispers of the Old Gods.
0: Yeah, something I wanted to mention as well was the fact that there's limited uh pool of cards. When I was playing, I noticed, so Athletic Studies, for example, discover a Rush minion. So Rush was not something that existed uh, during Classic and Basic. So it literally gets you the Doctor that buffs your weapon, the Broom that gives you Rush, or... um. I think it may, might be a, the Marlock guy that has Rush. Like, it literally, there's only, like, three options. So, you will like, like, some cards are just insane because of the limited pool that is available to you when it comes to things like discovering.
1: Yeah. And one of the other cool things is certain buckets don't follow those restrictions. Like, you can go through and get buckets that have, like, Nazoth in it. You can get things that don't fall into the um, the alignment in those buckets that you have, which is really cool. Where all of a sudden it's like, um, you can get things that are completely like synergize with your deck really well and your opponent may not be able to play around it because all of a sudden it's like, well, I just played in Azoth. That's not one of the sets that you're really paying attention to. So from a wider perspective, in certain instances, you're like, okay, what am I trying to play against that my opponent has? What's the worst case scenario? And it's like, well, he could have gotten, uh, he could have gotten, I don't know, Like Leroy Jenkins, for example, he could have gotten that as one of like a rush package from someone or like a charge package, even though that's a hall of fame card that's banned. Normally there could be a bucket that has a bunch of hall of fame cards in it. You got to pay attention that those could be cards that you need to play around, but they're highly rare.
2: Yeah. One of the interesting things I learned about the buckets is, um, normally you have three, right? Sometimes you'll have a blank one. Um, because sometimes you don't want to add new cards to your deck because you've already got it kind of refined where it's at. Um, but a lot of times there's three buckets and one of them is the group learning bucket. And that bucket is actually data-driven and it's based on player deck creations um, and win rates across like various modes. So that bucket by itself is actually data-driven within the game. And the other two buckets that you get are created by the design team.
0: Oh, that's really cool. I did not know that.
2: Yeah. I like that. Yeah, so, like, the group learning, like, you'll notice, like, there are cards in there, you're like, oh, well, this is a really popular card. You'll have, like, three popular cards in there, and it's because that was all data-driven. The other two buckets are were created by the designers that you get. That's super cool. Yeah. Um, And I, I don't know, like, I think the only complaint... Uh, that I have about the mode, and it seems to be a fairly popular complaint. I think is while they show your MMR, and while they show you know you you uh, going up or down ranking wise, there's no like leaderboard to see where you are compared to anybody else. So it kind of takes out I, that competitive level of it a little. I
1: bit. I mean, to be fair though, the game mode has not officially been released,
2: right? But they've said they, they not... also
1: said there's. They they also said there's going to be some sort of like pay to play version too where you pay gold right. and you win rewards. The heroic the heroic mode. Yep. Um, which so will, I think that heroic mode might help
2: out a little bit. I don't know. I'm I don't know why you would ever play it because the only re- you
0: are competitive.
2: But the only rewards that you get are the same that you would get from arena. Um, I don't know. I, I know I know, plenty
1: of people who were free-to-play players who were really good at Arena, and they like got sure. all of their expansions for free because they just grinded Arena. Sure. So uh, there could be people who do that. I mean, that's definitely a thing to think about. But I, I, th- I mean, that's going to be the quote-unquote real mode when this comes out, I bet.
2: I, I don't know. I don't know. I think, uh, so if I had a choice in Arena to pay 150 gold to play Arena or play it for free... I'll play for free every time, and I feel like I feel I'm like this is be the same.
1: I'd want to do the I w- I'd want to always pay uh, with the money because all of a sudden there are higher stakes.
2: Yeah, I maybe I just for me I'm just like why would I ever play heroic? I don't know.
1: Well, I mean, hey, it caters to two different types of people, which is yeah. great, right? Yeah. Um, the question is, with leaderboards, do you think they do it on
2: the? Um... Uh, they would have to do it on the heroic. If they you if they did, did it between roller, the right? two. Yeah. Like make it so that people that want to compete are actually paying to compete. Uh and that that and, and then in in my mind that would make it so I would probably want to play heroic, to be honest. Um but right now I just don't see a reason to. But that's just me because I have a completely different opinion than what you have. So um but uh Duels Beta comes out the same day that the uh that the uh, set comes out so November 17th. Uh, that's how you can play it uh, without, you know, for free uh, if you want. Uh, otherwise, if you want early access, you, you can uh, get the pre-order. One of the pre-order options, um, there's a couple different pre-order options. I think there's a $39 one and a $80 one. $40 and $80, yeah. You can get either one of those and get early access. Or as I said, go watch someone's Twitch stream and see if you can get a get a drop. Oh, Those drops early, are going
1: like hot cakes. I was uh if you go to a small streamer, you're more likely to get it than not. And you can get duplicates of drops. Because I was over in one of my friends' streams earlier, and one of the guys said he had farmed ten drops off of him.
2: Yeah. Uh now that I uh am finished with getting a production install done with work, um, that I've been working on for the last two or three weeks, and we just installed it tonight, right before the show. Um I'm hoping that I will be streaming uh probably tomorrow and a couple more times this week. Um so check out Old Dorian BP on Twitch and maybe yes. maybe you'll get a drop there. I'll have drops enabled.
0: Oh maybe maybe I'll stream for the drops. I didn't realize this 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 could this could bring potentially new viewers and then I can host you.
2: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm trying to get affiliate. <laughs>
0: Oh, I did not see this is a type of like I have a really hard time streaming for myself, like just doing it. But if I'm like doing it because people ask me to or if I'm doing it for like a specific reason, like hosting you so you can get affiliate, like that's more motivation to me to actually, you know, do it instead of doing something else or just doing nothing.
2: Yeah, I don't stream stream very often because my work schedule is just crazy right now, but it's going to be slowing down here in the next couple months. I'll probably be streaming a little bit more.
1: We could do some co-oping. I'd be able to hop on, and we do. It'd be a lot of fun to do some co-oping with duels. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm down to do that. Some. You said tomorrow. You're doing uh, it, or I'm.
2: I'm gonna try. We'll see. We'll see what tomorrow brings. I can't promise anything because of work.
0: All right. So. Just message me when you're thinking about going live if you end up
2: doing it. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So speaking of duels, they've already they already nerfed something from there as well. Uh, they nerfed uh, the robes of godliness. That's how I got my twelve wins. <laughs> it was because I had that. Um, that was an insane card. Basically, what it did is it was one of the treasures you can get. You can get it early on. You can just build everything. Like put all the big bombs in your deck, and they all cost five or less. Basically, because it reduces it. It, it would reduce the mana cost of every card in your deck by half rounded down. So if you had something that cost five, it would cost two. (laughs) It was ridiculous. Um, And it was kind of fun to play. But at the same time, like everybody that was on the high tier, like going for 12 wins or even like six wins up all had that card and it was just completely broken. So they ripped it out of the game. Um, which was a good it's call. It's good to know they'll be
1: able to make adjustments like that. Yeah,
2: and they and... did that, like, the second day. It was out.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: And they also
1: paid attention at le- a little bit. There was one banned card from all of these sets, by the way, if you guys yeah. didn't notice. I, I did. I don't remember what random it was. Ro- it was a rogue card. I don't remember. The- I don't even know the name of the weapon because it's never used, but it's the four-meta weapon that's a 1-4 that you gain plus one attack every time you swing with it.
2: But you can actually get it from one of the buckets, which I thought. Yeah, was weird. you get
1: it from one of the buckets, but they don't think it's. I mean, they probably play tested that in rogue and with the rogue. Um, uh, what is it? The treasure that you immediately get. It's like give it plus two plus one, like that probably was just broken. If you could get that down and then just buff it up insanely, right? So they wanted to make it a more of a special thing rather than just rogue's consistent game plan.
2: Yeah. Um. But speaking of new game modes, I'm going to jump a little bit ahead here, and then we'll talk about the last thing here in a minute. Um, They showed off the roadmap, and one of the things that I noticed when they showed the roadmap was they're like, here's Duels, and here's a new game mode. And I'm like, wait a minute. I thought Duels was a new game mode. Is this reading the way that I think it is? Is this meaning that we're getting Duels, a new game mode, and then another new game mode that they're not announcing yet? Um, and I talked about a little bit on Twitter, and um, saw some other people talking about it on Reddit, and one of the community managers over at Hearthstone confirmed that that is indeed what we are getting, is we're going to get another new game mode in Phase Three. Um, Phase Three will be any time between when um this launches, November seventeenth, to when the next set launches, which will be like March, April next year. So chances are we're probably going to get a new game mode sometime next year and i'm betting dollars to donuts that it will get announced at blizzcon line or the virtual blizzcon in february 100 that's
1: probably when they're gonna announce like set rotation and all that stuff right anything that's going to hall of fame any changes they make to that i wouldn't nope. be surprised if that's the case so I don't know. Do we have a legacy mode kind of like how Magic has like vintage and classic and all of that? And like all the different versions. Are we
2: getting a new mode like that, do you think? Um, so, something like if you watched like the first video where they kind of showed the roadmap, like this is back in the, the before times. <laughs> this is back in the before times, guys. Uh, February, <laughs> February, March of 2020 in the before times. Um, Ben Lee had said something like, We're going to be creating new game modes, we're going to be exploring. Some are going to be um, small in size and are going to be like other game modes you have seen before. Um, think like Arena, right? That's what this is. And then he goes, Some are going to be more epic in scope, like Battlegrounds, uh, in size wise, and that, that one's going to take more time to complete.
0: This is the, the. I mean, I think the this one's going to be the Battlegrounds type one where it's like a big deal. I just, right. I don't know what it's going to be, but I don't think it's going to be tournament mode. I've already given I it up. I was just
2: about Ugh. to cough and then say tournament mode. Tournament mode's dead. <laughs> tournament mode's not going to happen, guys.
1: Oh my God. Yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. want tournament
2: mode.
0: Yeah, it, me too.
2: It's a pipe dream that's not going to happen.
0: Dude, I play Clash in League of Legends, which is literally an in-game tournament mode, or I see literally PTCGO, the worst possible client I have ever played a card game online on, have, like, a good tournament mode. It's like every time I, like, play these things, I'm just, like, bad. Like, there's no way it could be that hard. But here we are. China has one. What?
1: China has a tournament mode
0: right yeah 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 china also is uh they have they have the ability to see their stats they got they got so much stuff that we don't have access to makes me sad especially the stats one that seems really easy and also very cool like we have it for battlegrounds but like imagine if we had that for standard or like basically Didn't
1: didn't we skim over that that is something they said they were adding profiles We skimmed over that. That is something that they said they were, well, not necessarily stats full out, but they said that as a part of the stuff that's coming out, they're going to be releasing player profiles. And I wouldn't be surprised if statistics stuck their way in there.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I see that me, I I see that as being more of like what they send out in the emails every month where it's like, oh, you, this was your most played class and you had this win rate with this class. Blah, blah, blah. Like, more basic stuff. I don't see it being as in-depth as what China has. That may reason. be true. maybe. But I'm also just, like, you know, uh, what is it? Keeping my expectations low.
2: So hopefully I'll be pleasantly surprised. Right. Well, we're talking about, like, so there, the, this is something we haven't talked about yet, was their uh, progression and awards uh, revamp that they're doing. And I think that goes into the profiles and stats that Danny's talking about as well. Um, or we're just going to get some more information. Uh, we're going to get a different reward structure. Uh, it's going to be kind of that battle pass type system that Reddit was super upset about that. I don't understand why Reddit was super upset about, because
1: of what other games typically use Battle Passes, those right. are typically free-to-play mobile games, which have a ton of ads baked in, and you get cheated but, out of it by just playing. But that's not what this is. That's
2: not what this is going to well, be. No, I know, I but I that's, why, that's why. why the
1: initial vitriol came out, because the only comparisons people typically look at are the ones that are right. trying to rip you off.
2: Right, and Reddit's stupid to not look at how Blizzard's been doing things, and I just never understood it. It's also
0: uh, just fun to get mad as a
2: redditor. I would imagine, like it has to be enjoyable. It has to for be them. because they do it all the time, right?
0: Exactly. Like, it, uh, like they could literally say, "Hey, we're giving you like twenty free packs because like we feel like it," and they would probably get upset.
1: Yeah, it's not forty packs. Come on, they cheaped out. I could, right. you could always spin it to be
2: negative for sure. But um, I I really like the fact that they're opening up where you're going to get start getting awarded for playing uh Hearthstone the way that you want and not just have your rewards limited to playing on the ladder which is big for me cuz I'm tired of ladder. I don't want to play it again like anytime soon. Yeah, I, I didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just tired of it. Um yeah. Uh but I mean but even if you look at like Twitch, like not a lot of people are playing ladder anymore. Everybody's playing Battlegrounds right now.
0: Literally like There are almost no ladder streamers. Like all the big streamers from before, from the before time, like is plays duels or Battlegrounds. RDU pretty much only plays Battlegrounds. Zixo just plays Battlegrounds. Like I don't even know who plays Standard anymore, honestly. Like it's crazy. Yeah, it is. And it's not only that, it's like normal Hearthstone. I don't know what we even call it, like classic Hearthstone. Let's call it classic Hearthstone. Cause there's going to be so many new game modes that like, what is even the real Hearthstone anymore, but the classic Hearthstone game mode or just like regular Hearthstone is becoming more of a joke. Like something that really bothered me, um like during the master's tour was like, it was duels was just coming out literally the same day as the master's tour. And there were a bunch of people that were literally just like, Oh, Retweet this tweet, and I'll drop out of the Masters Tour and just stream duels all day. Like, that's how little people care about
2: actual Hearthstone. Content's king when it comes to Hearthstone right now.
0: (sighs) Yeah, it's just like, that just feels so disrespect, But it is what it is. Like, it's just sad that competitive Hearthstone means so little that their biggest tournament is literally still just a joke. In comparison to like streaming the new game mode for
2: content. I'm I'm starting to get out of the opinion like if you think about when they first like announced Hearthstone, like they were like, People actually wanna watch this. What? Like they didn't design it with competitive in mind. And True. That's been shown over and over <laughs> and over again. Um I, I don't know. Like, it's. it's See, hard. they could have ran with it, though. They had a spark. They had they the kindling Absolutely. ready. They had
1: everything going. The competitive hearthstone was something that was ready to start running, but they, they, they kind of let it burn out a little bit. That's the issue. They didn't yeah. go through, add the kindling to the fire, make it
2: burn brighter. The, they they actively tried to put it out. All right. Well, yeah. It's like, okay, guys. Oh, wow. People actually want to watch this. Uh, we should make a spectator mode. And they just lazily did it, so all the cards are upside down, and then never did anything again.
0: Yeah, it. That still boggles my mind. Like, <laughs> I feel like the first two years of competitive Hearthstone were like magical. Like seeing Firebat yeah. win worlds. Like seeing that whole storyline with like Oskaka mm-hmm. of how he grinded these like open tournaments and got to these invitationals and all this stuff, or even seeing the third party tournaments. Like. I still go back and watch Friday night fights every once in a blue moon. If you guys remember what that is, yeah, because of how well done they were. And
2: isn't that where Froden pretty much got a start?
0: Yes, exactly. And also, pretty much every single big Hearthstone streamer, like uh uh Forsen, Savich, like all those people, pretty much got their start from that. Outside of like Kiblard, people who came from other games, but right, like the Hearthstone Hearthstone people, like Tice, got his start from. The ghost, like being an open cup grinder and at the very beginning of the game. And it's just kind of weird to see like the origin of Hearthstone fall to the wayside where it was like everybody loved the game. And there were like all these cool third party tournaments, like even Seed Story Cup's not a thing anymore. Like that's crazy to me. Like all these things that were so great and used to get so much viewership are just gone. Like, they just don't exist. They just died. Well,
1: they Did this also, ever happen in Magic's career? Either. Did this ever happen in Magic's career, where it hit a lull? Where mm-hmm. it went through, and then it just died down a little bit, and then there was a resurgence at some point? Yeah.
0: Uh, I don't know, because it's hard to say. I would say, like, Pokemon and Magic are in a similar boat where it took them probably a little bit too long to really... Get good quality live streams. Like I remember back in the day, like they were live streamed, but it was like a lot of the time it was either third party or it was. Oh man! Like it took them a, a hot minute, but once they really started doing really well done professional streams, I don't think there's really been a lull. Like I feel like it's only been growing. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um. Back in they... my day. Back in my day, during. Magic the Gathering and competitive Magic the Gathering, the way that you found out about tournaments was by someone posting on a website with the winning deck lists. And that's how you knew. You there was no there was no video. There was no VODs. There was no none of that. It was here's the deck list of the top eight. And that, yeah. that's that's what you knew.
0: Yeah, I think Magic and Pokemon have only been growing. I mean it like Hearthstone was is still like infinitely bigger in terms of like tournaments like when hearthstone had view like big viewership obviously that was infinitely bigger but in terms of like a a graph like the magic and pokemon viewership has just been on an uptrend even if it's slower and not nearly on the same scale as hearthstone was i feel like hearthstone was kind of like a huge upswing like it was like a
1: It was like the perfect storm, to be perfectly honest. It it was the right time for a card game to really catch the limelight.
0: Yeah, it was like an upswing slope, and then it was like at the top, and then it was like a downward hill, and now we're at the bottom of the hill. Whereas the other card games, like Pokemon and Magic, are just like slowly, just like a steady like upward growth. It's like slow and steady, but it's like always on the it's it's always going up just right. not not at the same
2: but but if you think level. about it, like think about like what people are watching on hearthstone right now you've already said it you go to twitch streams people are playing battlegrounds
0: yeah nobody yep. cares about standard,
2: standard.
0: Uh, They're they're gonna it's
1: because everyone's already seen the same games exactly uh, i've said this a couple times because exactly. everyone's seen the matchups everyone knows how they play out there's very little ingenuity and if you're watching someone who's playing standard you're probably watching someone who's building a meme deck and then playing it on the ladder right like that's the stuff that people go to watch they go to watch those crazy otk combos or see someone pull that like that those types of crazy things off
0: Or you Uh, and that's
1: that's what battlegrounds really captures it's the variance it's the difference where it's an interesting game you're paying attention to it
2: and and this is how hearthstone's going to survive is they're going to create more of these game modes like this i guess
0: i might have to start learning battlegrounds or whatever (laughs) because i feel like i'm starting to become a boomer that's about to get left in the dust yeah like i'm just going to be over here like ah yes like I'm still over here playing standard I got my I got my core viewers which I always appreciate but I feel like I'm never actually going to get out of that if that is going to be the future like I feel like I have to learn these new game modes and become very good at them in order to actually grow as a content creator if that's something I want to do or I just play a different game or something or just somehow become entertaining my is about to explode. <laughs> <Last one. laughs> I somehow I somehow gain a personality and become actually entertaining. One or, one of those things has to happen. My butthole's about to explode. Yeah.
2: <sighs> uh. <laughs> hey man. I mean, that's all I need to do is just play that over and over and it's it's just it pays for itself.
0: It really does, honestly. Maybe that should be my stream, just like Opening up Pokemon packs and then when I ever I open something good yeah. I just spam that.
2: Yeah, just put that on uh just put that on your soundboard, just put on your notifications, you're good to go. I think that's a good idea.
0: I mean I actually have been streaming opening Pokemon cards, so maybe I, I just become a different kind like I become like one of them variety people where it's like I have a main game, like I have Hearthstone, but like I can also now do other things.
2: Yeah. And that's I what think I do. That's gonna I just play Fall Guys. i'm
0: just so afraid to play other games for some reason because i like i i know i'm gonna get no viewers outside of like the the core like 20 people or so but eh, yeah better than doing
2: nothing at all all right so we got the new we got the new set we got the new game mode um we know that there's another new game mode we got the progression and award system So out of all of that, on a scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you for November 17th when all of this, like, officially launches? Well,
0: I'm excited because it will give me motivation to actually play the game again. It will give me a reason to stream. I feel like I did really well for a while when the last set came out and uh, before that as well. It's like, every time it's... it's just a matter of whether or not I can keep it, keep it up and how long I can keep it up for. So I guess we'll see. I'm really excited though. This gives me a reason to kind of be motivated stream, use my creative juices to find whatever is the new flavor of the month for me. And I really enjoy that kind of stuff. And a lot of the times I'll just get fixated on one or two decks and just really enjoy them. And they'll be unique, like the palette and deck where I can just sit there and play hundreds and hundreds of games and never get bored. Or before that, it was priest, before that, it was bitcoin mage, yeah, etc. etc. Like, I just get fixated on perfecting this one archetype, and usually it's something that's not mainstream and I just enjoy it. And hopefully, I find that again. I'm pretty sure I probably will. It's just a
2: matter of what that's gonna be. So, butthole not about to explode, or butthole about to explode.
0: Uh, so is this a good thing or a bad thing? Like, I, well, don't, I don't, like, know. my butthole exploding. Like, is that a good thing I, or a I bad thing? I think it's thing? a
2: good thing because it's like, ah, I'm releasing all of that built-up energy. That you is, know what? You're right. I yeah. think it
0: is a good thing. Because imagine if I didn't let my butthole explode. Right. Then
2: bad then stuff. Bad like, stuff. Right?
0: No, that's actually a thing. Like, I have had this issue before where I was so constipated that I got something called like, yeah, it was it was oh, literally it's, like it's, toxic poop. Yeah, it was yeah like No,
2: it's, it's totally a thing. Like you, you can become very, very sick and potentially no, even did. die. It happened to me.
0: Right. No, no, that literally happened to yeah. me. I was literally like, I forget what it was called. It was it had a name, but it was like basically toxic poop. And I didn't poop for like two weeks, and it was really bad. I got really sick. So buttholes exploding, dude. That's a great thing. That just All means right. I'm not dying this week. Right. So, so that's, that's a good thing. It's a good thing. So my butthole is definitely about to explode for this new set. Yep. Alright,
2: All right. cool. How about you, Danny? Um, well, my butthole's not completely exploding,
1: but uh, let's say my, my butthole, I have a leaky butthole, right?
2: <laughs> this <laughs> is the worst episode we've ever done, by the way. <laughs> worst episode we've ever done.
1: <laughs> no, I think that I'm I'm very optimistic about this and I'm very excited that we have peripherals with this duel set as well, where duels is gonna be able to keep me entertained, uh, past that prime. And duels also resets where they can always just sprinkle things in, just change the sets around a little bit here and there yeah. and all of a sudden it's um Introduce it's a different new experience. heroes
2: introduce new heroes. Yep. Introduce yep, they can do new that change hero powers, and uh, treasures, new treasures, yeah. Totally. Yep. No. I'm... So I am a fully
1: leaky butthole. <laughs> Bully leaked. It's slowly...
0: You know what? Uh, can we name this episode Leaky Butthole?
2: I will not name that exploding episode butthole. I will not name anything. Butthole will not be in the title.
1: Boo! <laughs> can we play that clip? Boo! boo. <laughs> boo, boo,
2: boo, boo. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Man, uh, our ten listeners oh, wait, that we still we have of all probably the loved. great filter. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, the great filter. The great filter. All right. Because the great filter keeps out that leaky butthole. All
0: right. Yep.
1: There
2: you
0: go. <laughs> that's what keeps it all in.
2: I can. Uh, maybe I can name it the leaky Bunghole. No. Ah, uh, that takes away. Takes yeah. it away. Takes it away. All right. It's not... The the.
1: You should go completely other direction.
2: The leaky the leaky cauldron. <laughs> No no no. Just just no. No. I,
1: I don't know. A leaky asshole? <laughs> there <No>! you
2: go. <laughs> oh dang. <laughs> um but I uh, yeah, no, I'm 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 excited. Um I I'm not that I'm not as excited about the set to be honest. Um, just because as I said, I just haven't been playing standard. Um but I'm excited, I'm, I I like the new game mode, and I'll be playing that for a bit, until I get bored of it, and then I'll play standard. I'll play ladder. Um, I'm excited to see what the new game mode is. I'm excited to see what the um, achievements are, because that might get me to play standard, because I might have some achievements I need to get. Um, so there's a lot of really good stuff that they're putting into this set. And it's a lot of stuff that we've talked about that we really, really wanted. And if you remember last episode, uh, we talked a lot about what we would like to see Harson do, and they hit a lot of it. They hit a lot of it in this in this announcement. Um, they're missing a couple things um, that w- I didn't expect to see, and probably won't see until maybe later next year. Um, I want to see more social stuff, and them them do some more things where I can load up the game with my friends and play. And 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 like a group of friends. Uh more so than um uh, Battlegrounds parties, which uh to me I just didn't care about. Um that's really that's about it for me. Like, that's about the only thing that I'm missing from Hearthstone. Um I wanna see I still wanna see some more um game modes open up and I'm excited to see what this next game mode's gonna be. So I don't know. I'm I, I the I think next year, like this year was really really good for hearthstone and i think they're primed for next year to be even better that's what i that's what i believe all right uh competitive wise for ray probably not so much for people like me though for people like me though hell yeah
0: i've i've said this on twitter like these changes are good for the overall community i would say the majority of the population that plays hearthstone All of these changes are great, but for people like me, I'm just like, I just feel like a boomer, man. Like I'm just holding on to like the old ways, hoping that things will get better. Looking back at the past, being like, man, I miss the old days when I'm probably just going to have to adapt if I want to survive in this new world of content and fun and all this stuff that's so foreign to me, like, I I don't know like I feel like these game modes are competitive but there's also no competitions yeah and it's just like it's just like I I just gotta I gotta adapt I guess I I don't want to get left in the dust I don't want to be a boomer looking back on the old days being like my dad who just sits downstairs all day and watches like old tv shows and movies that are like I that's what I feel like right now just like thinking back on like Oh, uh, I remember going to a dream hack and playing the conquest format, playing my decks, and playing the standard, you know. Okay, boomer.
2: Exactly. <laughs> I, I got to adapt. I got to be that I got to be the the battlegrounds chad. Yep. Or, or whatever the new whatever the next new game mode is, get in on that on the ground floor right out the gate. I that's what I got to do
0: apparently. I don't I don't particularly like it, but then again i don't know if i don't not like it right like i could like it yep. i don't know but yeah. something's about to explode so we gotta get out of here
2: <laughs> oh. yep i started playing the music already so i um... think the
0: music like once i hear the outro music all of a sudden my stomach just like it is time
2: yeah It is indeed time for us to get out of here. Um, I wanted to say a couple things before we do here. Uh, If by any chance uh, you want to email us, at blitzpro.com is where you would do that. And we'd love to answer your emails. If you have any questions, uh, things that you want to say about the show. Uh, If you want to call Ray a boomer, Email us at walmet.blisspro.com or tweet at us. Um, our Twitter's at Walmet podcast. So, um, if you want to help support the show, there's a couple ways of doing that. Uh, one is through our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash walmetpodcast. Uh, for as little as a dollar a month, um, you get a little bit of early access to the show. Um, sometimes you get a pre-show, post-show, um and uh, there's some other tiers and stuff on there. Just go check it out, uh, patreon.com slash podcast. Another great way of um, getting in contact with, or uh, uh, supporting us, sorry, is through like uh, things like iTunes reviews or reviews. Um, in fact, you can, there's other uh, sites out there that I said I was gonna get to you, but I ended up not. Um, let me go look that up like super, super quick here. Because there's this really cool website that um, was put out recently. uh, The Warcraft Radio Podcast Directory. And so if you go to warcraftradio.com slash directory, they have a really cool podcast directory out there where um, you'll see all of the Blizzard-related podcasts. You can filter it by, like, game. So if you want to just find the Hearthstone ones, you can go there and filter by the hearthstone ones and they have like a review like a review section on there so you can go re- review us over there as well um so warcraftradio.com directory is another fantastic resource to go check out and uh if you give us a review over there that would be awesome as well um beyond that uh shout outs and how can people get in contact with you uh danny
1: i don't have any particular shout outs this week because Battlefy hasn't done anything stupid recently on my
2: radar that's because no Um, one's competing in hearthstone anymore there's also no tournament that's true
1: (laughs) that's true i think you guys hit the nail on the head there um as for me you can find me on twitter at danny donuts underscore hs How
2: about
0: how about you ray you can find me on Twitter at PG underscore Racy. I've been a bit inactive lately, but once the new Hearthstone stuff starts rolling out, I'm sure I'll have some spicy opinions and things to say about all this. And once the set comes out, I'm going to be theorycrafting like a fiend, and I'm going to be playing a lot of games. But for now, I think I'm going to be doing a lot of Pokemon stuff, a lot of... Uh, random things you can join my discord or the well met discord and see what i'm up to or follow me on twitter there uh twitch.tv slash racy for when the new set comes out i'm gonna be streaming a lot more and until then i'll probably just be streaming stuff like pokemon pack opening and so on and so forth any of y'all listening got old pokemon cards definitely shoot me some pictures and uh you never know you could be sitting on a gold mine i'll let you know I love I love yeah. doing that you, stuff, you, dude. People will be like, "Yo, are my cards worth anything?" I'll be like, "Yo, you are, you are sitting on um, Christmas present money."
2: All right, maybe, maybe you'll be uh, having a conversation with Logan Paul someday. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Oh yeah, um, <sighs> that's a thing. <laughs> As for me, um, I'm gonna be streaming some hopefully this week. Um, some Hearthstone. I want to play the new game mode. I'm going to have drops enabled. Um, I'll also be playing some Fall Guys for sure at some point as well. Uh, Twitch.tv slash EldorianBP. If you give me a follow over there, I would be hugely appreciative. Um, or you can find me on Twitter at Eldorian. Uh, so anyway, that, uh, that does it. So thanks for joining us for episode uh, 243 of well, Met. You can find more awesome Hearthstone content throughout the week over at Hearthstone.BlissPro.com. You can tweet us at WellMetPodcast. Email us at WellMet at BlissPro.com with comments, questions, and ideas that you have for the show. Thanks to Jake Buttenew for our amazing intro music. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all next week. is about to explode